Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Brothers and sisters, it's a special joy to join you today for our time of prayer and scripture, the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, patroness of the pro-life movement. Let's delve into the Word of God and how it impacts this particular day. Uh, Great to have you with us. Leave your prayer intentions, if you like, in the comments. We all pray for each other during this special time. Let's put ourselves in the presence of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, you are the God of hope, and we want to ask forgiveness for our sins not only because we have the sure hope of redemption and of renewal and of starting again, but because we want to repent of any time that we have not let hope dominate our thoughts and our actions in our lives. Hope must dominate. And Lord, when we say yes to hope, we are strengthened to say yes to life. Bless all those who are in despair and feel that they cannot welcome new life. Let them realize four simple words, Lord God, that constitute the gospel of Jesus Christ. You saying to us, I am with you. You are with us, Lord, and Our Lady of Guadalupe teaches us that. May we enjoy the the hope that you reinstill in our spirits today by this special observance, and that fuels our pro-life efforts and brings them success. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Reading from the Gospel of Luke. Mary set out, proceeding in haste into the hill country, to a town of Judah, where she entered Zechariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby stirred in her womb. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and cried out in a loud voice, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But who am I that the mother of my Lord should come to me? The moment your greeting sounded in my ears, the baby stirred in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who trusted that the Lord's words to her would be fulfilled. And then Mary said, My being proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit finds joy in God my Savior. So this is the famous, uh, familiar passage of the visitation, of course, Mary and Elizabeth. And the special feature of this particular event, the babies in the womb communicating with each other and communicating with their mothers and communicating with us. The, The one of these babies being God Himself. And this is something as we approach Christmas, we end up having this feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe right in the middle of Advent, and it uh, ties together perfectly because we remember the fact that it was true to say during a certain period of history that one of the unborn children is God. Not just sent by God. Not just reflecting God. An unborn child was God. God became an unborn baby. God entered in. Miraculously and without the physical intimacy with a man, 
entered into the body of Mary was an unborn child within her for the duration of pregnancy and then was born also miraculously. She was a virgin before, during, and after the birth of Jesus. But we have here the marvelous, marvelous reality of Mary carrying God. And Elizabeth proclaims it, the mother of my Lord. This is where Mary gets her title, mother of God. It's right here in the scriptures. Mother of my Lord. Now, what's the feast day of today? The other day we had St. Juan Diego. We mentioned uh, that 16th century Mexico, this peasant worker sees the Virgin Mary come to him and speak to him. And his work apron, the tilma, he, she allows him to gather roses in winter. And when he brings those roses before the bishop to convince him that this was a real experience, her image is there on this tilma. And it has been replicated and used throughout the nation and the world as a symbol of devotion. Especially for those who are not Catholic, we have to make sure that we are responsibly uh, explaining to you what this uh, is and what it isn't. It's not the worship of Mary. It's Mary worshiping Christ. And it's us being led to a deeper worship of Christ with Mary and through her example. What we believe happened here is that God allowed Mary to speak, and really it was the Lord speaking, to the Aztec peoples at that time in Mexico who were practicing human sacrifice. Now, if by human sacrifice you mean the killing of an innocent human being, that's exactly what abortion is. They were practicing human sacrifice because of despair, which is why I began today praying about hope. They thought God was against them, their gods, their, in their own theological system. It was a system of despair. Human beings were going to be turned into monkeys, was one of their ideas. And they thought that they had to hold back the anger of God by killing people. Human sacrifice. It's a barbaric idea. It's a, a theologically upside-down concept. God never wants us to kill human lives to please Him. He does not want us sacrificing the innocent in any way, shape, or form. He does not want us despairing and thinking that He's against us. So what does He do? He proclaims the gospel to these Aztec people pictorially. Not through missionaries this time. He has proclaimed the gospel through missionaries and does to this day in the four corners of the earth. But in this case, to these people at this particular time in the 16th century, he proclaimed it pictorially using Aztec symbols that spoke a simple message. You see Our Lady, and she's got her hands together and her head bowed. She's not a goddess. She's praying to the true God. And that true God, showing to us that He is with us, not against us. That true God by all the, Im the imagery there on that tilma, is shown to be inside her womb. God with us, Emmanuel. 
the Advent message, the Christmas message, the message of hope in the gospel. God loves us so much He became a little child. There's so many different symbols on the image, the famous image of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Just as one example, the belt. She has around her waist a black belt, and it is a, an Aztec maternity belt, showing and one of the signs that she is pregnant. And she is there carrying God Himself. What a, what a simple, powerful way that ended up converting millions away from human sacrifice and to the hope of the gospel, to that, that heartfelt conviction that for them brand new conviction that says God is with us. God is for us. And isn't that hope what enables a pregnant mom to go forward courageously with her pregnancy, to go forward in hope and strength, welcoming new life, instead of giving into the temptation to destroy it, by abortion, but welcoming it. Why? Because she has hope. Hope is what fuels our welcome of life. And you can summarize the mission of the pro-life movement by saying we replace despair with hope. We reach out to those who feel they cannot handle their pregnancy and we replace despair with hope. Because despair leads to violence. It's been said that, that the false God transforms suffering into violence. You're suffering, you're afraid, you're desperate, you don't have the finances, you don't have the relationship support. Whatever it is you don't have that leads you to think you can't handle that pregnancy, that suffering turns into the violence of abortion. But the true God transforms violence into suffering. Absorbing the violence of the world, as Jesus did on the cross, by the power of love, transform it into suffering which is salvific, which is advancing the salvation of the one who suffers and of the whole world. Blessed are you because you trusted that the Lord's words to you would be fulfilled. Words that said to Mary that she would give birth to a son, that he would save his people from their sins. This is the hope, this is the trust that we are all called to have. We have a Savior. That's the Advent message, that's the Christmas message, that's the message of Our Lady of Guadalupe. I've stood in front of abortion facilities with the replica of this image. It's called the missionary image of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And I've had abortion clinic owners come out and go over to this image of Mary and put their hand on, on it and say, how beautiful. Well-known abortion facility administrators. Her image has converted many in our day away from human sacrifice. Her image has helped close abortion mills. I always remember in South Texas, I made two different trips over the years of my, from my pro-life work and, and we took the missionary image of Our Lady and I remember visiting like 40 churches within the span of one week with this missionary image and having masses and prayer services and times at abortion facilities. South Texas, marvelous, the outpouring of faith and love, devotion to Our Lady and devotion to the unborn and commitment to save them. Let's renew that commitment today. That's what we need to do today. 
Renew that commitment. Go to prayercampaign.org, by the way, and you'll see a special prayer today to Our Lady of Guadalupe. Uh, and we'll pray now. And uh, let's let her inspire us with that same kind of hope. Not only hope in the hearts of pregnant moms and, 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 and the fathers of those babies and the grandparents that they might all move forward courageously and embrace that life even if it was unplanned, but hope in the hearts of all of us as we fight this evil of abortion and say, this will not stand, this must not stand, we will overcome. We have in Christ overcome the power of this enemy. Let's turn to the Lord. Father, through the intercession of Our Lady, give us new hope. And may we point out to those who are in despair that God is with us, that you are with us, let it show itself, let it express itself in our joy, in our peace, in our enthusiasm for the work of life, in our commitment, in our perseverance. Help us, Lord, to lift up all our brothers and sisters and to lift into our protection and yours these unborn children. And now we pray in the words that Jesus gave us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And on this special feast day we pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen to you, brothers and sisters. Keep up your great pro-life work. Bring others in each day for these scripture reflections. We'll talk to you again soon. Hello, this is Father David Begany, one of the many members of Priests for Life. This organization is one of the largest and most visible pro-life ministries in the world. Priest, the Priest for Life team relies on your financial support to be able to do its work, produce its programs, and travel the world to advocate for the unborn. May I ask you to support Priest for Life generously? Go today to prolifegift.org and give us as generous a gift as you can. Thank you for your kindness and be assured of our prayers for you every day. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.